first of all, I want to say that Allison just put on a chain specifically for the podcast so she could look her best. Yeah, I had to look really gay. That was the goal. You're doing a good job. Thank you. I have the I have a hat on. I have new glasses. Um, the hat is backwards, mind you. Um, I'm wearing a Schitt's Creek shirt. Um, my jeans are cuffed. We're just trying as hard as we can. <laughs> it's just trial runs. I get you. <laughs> yep. Because I can't go anywhere yet. But yeah. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. Pretty quiet. I did a lot of work all weekend. So that's kind of the only thing that I did this weekend. But it was chill when I wasn't working. But that's good. you had a more eventful weekend. Do you want to share with the class? <laughs> Yeah, so on Friday, a friend of mine and I drove out to Nashville to go see one of our other friends. Uh, dude's in a band, so we watched his show. I filmed a bunch of it and like made a little social media post thing for them uh, for like Instagram. Sideline Heroes, go check it out. It's great if you're into punk rock. So that was a good time. We we went to the show. We went to Broadway on Nashville and it or in Nashville, and it's. It's crazy. It's such a good time. I got drunk a couple nights in a row. <laughs> it was fun. Made some new friends. I'm trying to remember a lot of it, but it's hard. <laughs> did you do like a lot of bar hopping? We did, yes. Um, we uh, met up with one of our other friends there who was coming into town as well for this. And this dude did not stay with us. <laughs> Um, he, he, he found someone else to stay with. So good on him. Did he find someone in a bar or did he find someone like on an app and then hook up with them on an app? Oh, okay. The easy way. Yes. Yeah. Cause apps make it so easy, specifically hinge. Who's not a sponsor, but should be, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I had a great time with them. It was a lot of fun. I, ah, okay. So I've been thinking about this. I feel like you know, you know how like when your life starts to feel really shitty, you know it's about to get good and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I'm like very much on the rise right now, and that scares me. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, like, things have obviously been weird, you know. See last episode. And I just I feel good after all this. Like I started that new job. I do have a interview tomorrow, a phone interview with another company that I'm very excited about. I know it's like one of the best companies in Kansas city. So I'm very excited about that interview tomorrow. I have a tour for an apartment set up tomorrow that I feel really good about that. I spent a good portion of the weekend talking to someone via hinge and then, uh, got a phone number and I'm going on a date with her on Thursday. Yes. So I'm very excited about that. I've, I've come to realize that. So when I first started on hinge, you know, like trying to talk to different people and you get ghosted, you know, I've started to realize more about like what, what's going on there because like there are a handful of people I've been kind of talking to and now I'm prioritizing one of them and I don't want to be rude and like just completely ghost some of these people and it's just hard to not be a dick about it, but I'm definitely like 
slowing down my response time for some other people. And I feel kind of shitty, but I, I, I feel really good about this one that I'm talking to. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's shitty to like, literally the whole process is like trying to weed out and find somebody that you vibe with. And so you kind of have to talk to a lot of people to have any chance of finding a person you vibe with and can't really find out if you vibe with them without talking a little bit. Sometimes you realize that like a few texts in or like sometimes like you're just really vibing with someone off the bat. I don't think it's anything that you have to be like guilty about. But the fact that you are, I also think girls would think is very hot. So congratulations. That I'm a self-loathing fuckboy. I would not use either of those words. <laughs> I would say because you're very empathic and reflective. And I'm not saying that, that 100% of the time is a good thing because I'm that way too. And it can come off as like you're very much in your own head, which I know both mm. of us have that problem. Yeah. But I'd, much. I'd much rather have that than like come off as like shallow or uncaring you know mm -hmm. so i feel you yeah well i mean like i don't know to to equate this uh remember batgirl mm -hmm. we had been talking for a bit and the whole thing about like why'd you leave california came up and i i'm not gonna lie about anything to anyone because you and I both know dishonesty is never good. So I just kind of spelled it out in like the most careful way I could of being like, hey, like, I feel like I got screwed over. Here's the situation. And I've done a lot of reflecting and processing. And I feel like I'm in a good place. When I said that to the other girl, right, like her, her answer was her response was, wow, that happened a few months ago. That's like yesterday. Mm -hmm. This is Batgirl. Yeah, it seemed like it was very like. Like, what are you doing? Like, you seem like you don't have your your life figured out kind of thing. And I was like, I don't. I'm not saying I do, but like, I'm in a much better place and I feel good about moving forward and I'm trying to make that happen. Now, obviously, I don't want to like get into details about anyone on here because privacy. But the girl I've been talking to, I I mean, same same question came up about like, why'd you leave California? And I basically gave her the same answer and her response was so different. It was like, yeah, like shitty things happen. Like I, I, I think that obviously I don't want to get into personal life details, but she kind of explained to me that she had been through something similar. So like she gets it, she understands it. And I felt really good about that. But aside from that, she and I have like a lot of like similar values. So I don't know. I'm very excited to like meet her in person and see where this goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See what happens. Because I think last time we recorded, you were trying to schedule a date with Batgirl who canceled mm -hmm. on you because she had a sinus infection and like was not feeling good, which is like a valid reason to cancel. But then like, oh, yeah, for sure. But then like didn't really suggest any other times like moving forward. Right. And then you had, I remember because you were sending me the screenshots of some of it with the with the stuff with California and leaving because every response like made me feel more wary 
of her. Yeah. Because and then like you were like, you know, I don't really want to talk about this through Snapchat, but like I'll tell you whatever you want to know about it. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, I understand that Snapchat's not the place, but yeah, I want to know more. And I was like, why, bitch? Like all of his responses are like. Yeah, it was shitty, but like, you know, I'm here now. I'm really focused on this and this. I'm just glad to like put that behind me and rebuild my life. And she would like ask another question about it. And I was like, no, this is not how that's not how dating works is to like delve into all past relationships and figure out what went wrong. I feel like that's a poor strategy. <laughs> I just I was thinking about that a lot, just like the the differences between the responses I got. And I was like, one of these seems very mature where the other doesn't but yeah anyway that's uh kind of the update with me yeah so so i want to talk more about new hinge girl so because i haven't heard anything because you told me you were talking to someone and we were like oh we got to save it for the pod um but we need a nickname for new girl do you have any suggestions uh i'm thinking baker baker Yes, she's she's like, yes, because she's a baking scientist. Ah, like that's like her official like degree and job is like the science of baking. Mm. Does she do edibles? I don't think so. Okay, well, let me know if she ever dabbles in that, because I feel like it's it's more along the lines of it's more along the lines of like nutrition and like the ingredients and like more like commercial based uh production i'm hearing pot brownies but good i don't know i know that's not what you said (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just saying if this works out i want to see if maybe she's interested in trying because i'd be like oh baking science you know like i just am really supportive of research and will offer myself as a subject for science, anything to advance the cause. Right. No, we definitely believe in science on this podcast. Go get vaccinated if you have not. Go get boosted if you need it. Whatever. Shots. Shots. Um, okay. So Baker. We got Baker. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, of course, still going to know her, but, like, I feel good about all of it. I don't know. I, I just, like, we're talking pretty consistently. Like, we got the uh, date scheduled. Initially, I was like, hey, like you know, on her, on her profile was something about like, I know the best spots in town for any baked goods. Like, cause she's like, I'm an expert. I asked her, I was like, what's the best place in town for that? Like, what, what is it? Like, what's the answer? Like, where do we find the best cupcakes in Kansas city? And she told me, and I was like, we should go. We were kind of talking about that. And then she was like, Oh, well, it'll be closed by the time we like, you know, get off work, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, well, why don't we just get dinner? I recommended just like Nick and Jake's because I was like, that'd be like a simple like, you know, it's not like it's not like a Denny's, you know, but it's not like crazy fancy. Mm-hmm. It's like medium nice for sure. Like, right. It's more nice than like your average restaurant, but like it's not fancy. Right. And you know what she told me? She said she's never been to Nick and Jake's. Oh, wow. My dad would be appalled. I was like, I was kind of surprised, but I was like, I mean. It's Nick and Jake's, you know, it's not like anyone's like favorite restaurant. I kind of get it. Oh, it's um, my dad's. Oh, I'm if sorry. If you met him, you'd understand why. <laughs> she kind of asked like, what's it like? I was like, it's it's kind of like the way I described it was 
like if Applebee's was raised in an upper middle class home instead of a trailer. <laughs> I feel like that's a apt description. Yeah, my family stands Nick and Jake's. So good, good move. That yeah, is... well, yeah. So we're actually not even going there. It was just a suggestion and it's like too oh. far away for, for her. So, oh, never mind. Yeah, no, it's all fine. We, we got it figured out. So we're we're good. We're going to make that happen on Thursday. It feels like this one's actually set, which is nice. Can I ask what you're doing? Oh, yeah. No, it's just like a different a different restaurant we're going to. Um, she suggested Strang Hall, which I think is kind of like a fancy food court. Essentially, there's like it's just like a building with like five or six different restaurants in it. That sounds cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. I've not been there before, so I'm excited. So that's on Thursday. Yep. Today is Monday. How are yes, you? How are you feeling about having this date scheduled? What What does that bring up for you? I mean, it's weird. I haven't been on a real date in eight years. We'll see. I'm excited, but part of me doesn't know what to expect. I don't know. I'm trying not to get hung up on like, you know, the etiquette of like, do this, don't do that. You know, whatever, whatever else is like, cause I'm trying to stay out of my head. Obviously that's a problem for us. I just, I kind of want to just try to go and have fun and joke around with her. She has a really similar sense of humor to me as in she likes to laugh at messed up stuff. That was actually like one of our very first conversations was about enjoying dark humor. <laughs> if it was anyone else, I probably wouldn't have made that joke about Applebee's and Nick and Jake's, but you know, that was, that was pretty tame for me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I think that's the, the biggest thing. Good. I'm glad you're feeling that. I'm very excited for you. I can't wait to hear about it. I have set my dating app launch date oh you did as either sunday april 3rd i think is the third is a sunday or that monday after it okay that's because up. yeah because not this weekend but next weekend we have staff retreat and so it'll be like when we get back from staff retreat nice okay yeah, that's when I want to go live. So I probably need to start working on that at some point. But again, I need a lot of new pictures. Yeah, I wish you could come to Kansas City sooner because I would happily do that photo shoot for you as quick as possible. Yeah, I'm hoping that, I mean, Emily, so Emily's moving in officially this coming weekend, like U-Haul and everything. Okay, good. Um, Yeah, it is good. I'm she she stayed here this past weekend because there was some drama. I might touch on that in a second. Yeah. But she stayed with me this weekend and it was a good like, like tonight she's like going back because she still has to pack mm -hmm. this week and like get everything ready. And I'm like, but you're already here. Why do you have to go back? But soon enough, she'll be here all the time. But anyway, I'm hoping that we can like go do things this weekend, like not necessarily just go out, although I'd like to go out one night, maybe. You should. And then, like, I don't know. I got Heelys, and Wait, really? I, I haven't used them yet. Yeah, did I not tell you about that? No, I, really? <laughs> when we were <laughs> we were uh, drunk in Hillcrest a, f a few weeks ago, two weeks ago now, um, when we went to gossip, 
Uh, and before we got to gossip, we were at another bar and we were all like a little tipsy and we were just like on our phones, like sitting at the bar waiting for our drinks. And I like saw something or Emily said something about roller skating. And I was like, I don't want to roller skate, but I had Healy. And then my drunk and also high ass was like Healy's. And I looked him up and sure as hell, they still make them. And I got hot pink ones with a bunch of rainbows on them. I didn't even think they made them in like adult sizes. They sure do, Alec. They sure do. Well, excuse me while I get online. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I haven't tried them yet because I'm scared to. I, like, I don't want to do it by myself because like I was like, I'll, I'll just say I was an experienced healer back in the day. Like I had some moves. I could go fast. And I don't know if I still have any of that balance or coordination. And I don't really even remember how hard it is to Healy. But I just want to, like, go ahead and set the expectation that I'll fail so that I, like, produce an environment where I can only be successful. You know? Yeah. I like a safe place and someone else to, like, watch me and laugh at me. How old were you when you had Healy's the first time? Ooh, I remember... Having them in middle school, like same. sixth and seventh grade, oh my God, I feel same. like were the times. <laughs> I mean, that's when they were like culturally big in Kansas City, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I healed everywhere, man. I would get in trouble for doing them at school. They'd be like, no healers. I definitely wore mine to school a few times, too. <laughs> it was hot shit. Yeah. So anyway, I want to do that this weekend, and I think that would be funny to like either have a video or a picture of to put on my profile, because if they can't deal with, you know, silliness and stupidness, then like they're not for me. Yeah. So we just got to go ahead and set that precedent, get that out there for everybody. Well, I think that's the important thing is that like when I first set up my profile on Hinge, it was like very, I don't know what sort of look it was. It was bland, you know, like I didn't know. What I was doing, it was just kind of like, here's some nice pictures of me. Here's some some prompts that I think are kind of a look at who I am, stuff that I kind of liked. But I had to kind of reassess that because it is it is more about like standing out and like and, uh, you know, showing off like stuff that makes you different. So I think <laughs> showing off your Healy skills would be a good one. That's definitely something I've not come across on on Hinge. Well, that's because you are dating and or trying to date straight women, mostly. Straight women don't Healy? As we've discussed previously, on the gay spectrum, like, I do identify as bisexual, and bi just means, like, more than one, really. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a very, like, open term, but I'm definitely more on the lesbian side. Um, I'm, like, really identifying with that. Culture. But anyway, the reason you're not seeing Healy's, Alec, not that I've seen any Healy's on lesbian dating apps because I have not used them, but I would assume that would maybe be more of a gay thing because <laughs> I did it and I was like, oh, that's so fucking gay. I just got Healy's. <laughs> Everything I do now, I'm like, oh, that's so gay. Haha. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to validate myself and my new identity. Well, now I'm questioning my identity in sixth grade well like we were all there wasn't sexuality in sixth grade and <laughs> no, seventh grade like 
But I was very much like a tomboy, especially in that era, like the sixth and seventh grade. It was like, like all my friends were like the skater guys. I didn't have a lot of female friends until like eighth or ninth grade. And as I look back, I'm like, yeah, these are the signs. These are the signs. It all makes sense. There's so many like my my brother and I used to make home videos and we like all the time we would like cross dress. So like I would wear his clothes or like my most like boy type clothes and he would like wear my stuff and then he would like stuff his shirt with tissues for like oh fake God. boobs. <laughs> and I would like, you know, try to like seem like very flat chested, but like I love that look. When I played Club Penguin, I was a boy penguin and I was so popular with the girls. Like I got so many dates because I knew exactly what the girls wanted to hear because I was a fucking girl. And I'm like, looking back, I'm just like, yeah. Were you on the Club Penguin? When I was very little, but I know that that kind of was still ironically popular for a long time. Yeah, I think like fourth and fifth grade like when it first started and became really popular is when i was like on the club penguin train my username was juke 11 j-u-k-e and i had i was swimming in bitches oh my god (laughs) i don't know if that's the term for female penguins bitches i don't know what else you'd call them i can only think of worse bad words so we're not gonna go there um that's probably good Anyway, I don't know. There's just so many things. And I've like heard this on different podcasts that I've been listening to that like so many people like it takes until they come out to be like, oh, like look at things before and be like, that completely made sense why I did that. That was pretty gay. And so I'm just having a lot of those moments, which like, if anything, are just really validating because I'm like, yes, like this is who I am like clearly this is a way that I've identified for a long time even if like you know the sexuality piece of it maybe wasn't there but like at least in how I'm like expressing my gender and myself right now is feels very comfortable and exciting to me good I was just gonna say I'm like getting more and more anxious about the dating apps like the closer that I get to that date because we're like we're almost through makeover march this is the second to last week what's what's making you nervous about it just like the idea of dating again or i i know for me it was worrying about seeing people i know from like high school college whatever yeah i don't i don't really have any of that fear for sure i my fear is very like centered in the idea of like queer dating for the first time because it really feels like from scratch like I feel like if I was going on a date with a guy I would like know kind of like what to say and do and like have expectations as to what was going to happen but I just feel like I have like no idea what this looks like and I have a lot of insecurity of like well are people even gonna like like me like am I gonna get any matches and then if I do some find somebody that I like like I haven't done a lot of stuff with girls so then it's like kind of that anxiety of like who gotta figure figure out how to do this I I get that um I think it, it it it's it's weird 
to start, I'm going to, you know, speak about it like I'm a expert now. Um, <laughs> it's definitely weird when you start. And I was feeling very discouraged initially because there wasn't a lot going on for me. And I just, like I said, if I had like a conversation or two, I just ended up getting ghosted. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like, it's, it, you know, if it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out. It's for the best in that case. And there have been a handful, well, like two, where I was like, actually felt like I was kind of like vibing with that. And then, you know, back roll, I'm not sure how I feel about it anymore. But um, it's a process, I think. And I think that when I first started, my mindset was like, you know, this will this will be quick and I'll be meeting someone immediately kind of thing. And that's not the case. It definitely just takes time. And I think that ultimately what's been working best for me is not focusing so much on like, here's the role that I feel like I need to play more of just looking for that genuine connection, more of a, do I actually vibe with this person? Do we share similar values? Do we, I think the big one I've noticed is like, how hard is it to keep the conversation going? Cause some of them are really hard to keep conversation going and then it fizzles out and it's like, okay, yeah, that that's probably for the best, but like Baker, like I just, I've not, had a moment yet and granted it's only been a few days i've not had a moment yet where i feel like it's a struggle to keep myself or her interested like not stale right right like i think that it just takes time to get to a point where you can find someone who you can have that that initial uh spark with i guess And I I think that's always what it's been for me is that, you know me, I'm not like the kind of guy who's like out here just to like hook up. That's not what I'm looking for. And yeah, that's not Alec. What? You say it like it is. No, I mean, like specifically Alec in terms of the two of us. (laughs) Oh, I got you. It was like, I'm not here to hook up. And you're like, oh, no, that's not Alec. You said it like sarcastically. And I was like. No, I it's meant not. it very genuinely. Like, no, that's not Alec. But like, do we know anyone else that that might apply to? I don't know. We'll see. I might be too scared to do anything, but we'll see. But no, I mean, like, that's that's my whole point, though. Is just like, don't don't make yourself feel like you have to get to a certain point. Uh, you know, with with everyone you talk to, don't don't feel like there's an expectation of you. Just have fun. Just enjoy talking to new people. And, you know, appreciate it when you, when you find that like genuine connection. Now, all that being said, I've talked to this person for like a few days. So I do feel weird using the term like genuine connection because obviously I don't know this person. We'll say like so far y'all have been vibing. Yes. Yeah. I just, I do, I don't know. I feel, I feel good about this one. Maybe, maybe, maybe it doesn't go well. Maybe it does. And down the road, the podcast comes out and she hears, this is like, you were fucking talking about me. I mean, in very, very vague terms, like 
You have to understand that in the culture that we're living in, especially if you interact with any type of millennial or younger, that anything you say or do has the potential to be on a podcast. So I feel like we're being very nice and like respecting everyone's privacy as much as possible. Oh, yeah, for sure. But if if you are listening, Baker, like it's it's okay. It's not at you. Like, we're just trying to figure our own shit out. We're just processing. So calm down. There we go. <laughs> See, I don't know, though. I feel like <laughs> that's the thing is that, like, I don't see this as like me just trying to like find someone new and just get over an old relationship because like that's not the case, you know, like I. I mean, like, yeah, I am trying to figure some shit out in my life, but I don't want it to come off as like a I'm looking for a replacement, you know? Yeah. I think that's something that makes me anxious about starting again is because like, what if I do meet someone that I like, you know, in a perfect world that I like really, really vibe with and everything's going great and it like turns into an actual relationship, then I'll feel like that was wrong of me. Like, I'll feel like it's something that I did wrong. Like, ooh, first one, really? I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, like, I'm I'm worried about that too, in a sense, because I, you know me, I like to get way ahead of myself. I don't know. And maybe I'm just like justifying it to myself. But the thing is, I've had like a lot of just conversations, like, you know, some long, some short over, you know, hinge or text or whatever. They've all kind of made me realize like that's not the right person. And it's, it's not, you know, the first person who shows interest, you know, I, I strongly believe that you're going to run into that too, where like, you'll have lots of conversations and then kind of realize like, this isn't the right fit and just kind of like go about your life, get on with it, move to the next thing. Yeah, we'll see. I think I do very much have a goal of like, not jumping into a monogamous relationship. Like I need to give myself, I think several months before doing that. Not Mm -hmm. that like, if I meet someone that we vibe, like I'd definitely be okay. Like dating that person, like on a regular basis, but like, don't want to get too serious too quick. Yeah. Like not being like restricted to that necessarily because like, you know, this is like a good time for me to figure stuff out and try different things. And I just don't want to like find one good connection and be like, all right, we did it. The end. I don't know. We'll see. I'm also just like, I just want to have a hot girl summer. So. Well, maybe you should be on Tinder instead. Oh, I'm getting Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to like rely on Tinder, but like, it's going to be my plan D. Plan D. Okay. (laughs) Plan C. I was just thinking D because like, I can think of like hinge her and Bumble are the three that I want to start with. And then Tinder would be my fourth. So that's why I said plan D, not plan Dick, because I don't <laughs> want that. Well, I was going to say, too, like, if you're exclusively going for girls, you definitely no- don't need to worry about plan B. <laughs> plan P, am I right? That, too. It was it was a, it was a birth control joke. Yeah, I get it. OK, <laughs> I'm still on birth control, so we're just going to be extra safe. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) Hey, man, if it happened to Mary, it can happen to anyone. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Like Jane the Virgin. Oh, my God. I forgot about that show. Yeah. I only Dude, watched one or two seasons. I have been binging Broad City. Yeah? I'm I'm really into it. It's chaotic. It's fun. I really like it. It's one of my favorites of all time. I definitely see that. It reminds me a lot of uh, uh, an old coworker from San Diego, and I'm pretty sure she was into it, but like she had a lot of Ilana-isms. And the more I watch this, the more I'm like, she had to be obsessed with this show. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm having a good time. <laughs> good. I'm glad. I had like nothing to do. Saturday night and Emily was uh, out with Connor and their friends. Um, so I was just home alone and I was like, what should I do with my evening? And I watched just over three hours of a the new documentary on Netflix, um, Phoenix Rising, which is Evan Rachel Wood's new documentary about being in like a super crazy abusive relationship for years and it's like very depressing and i was so into it i would not be i don't know why i'm just drawn to that shit like murder abuse i don't know i just come home and i'm like yes this is how we de-stress by looking at fucked up things but i also love evan rachel woods so that was also a motivation but it was really good. If anyone's listening, I recommend it. It's a two-part documentary. You should just watch it all in one sitting like me. <laughs> That's... I I can't get into that kind of stuff, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, as a therapist, it's very, like, therapy-based, I feel like. And, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, fascinated by, like horrible things and like kind of the aftermath like how do you rebuild after things like that i don't know maybe it was a precursor to all this shit happening (laughs) not that this is like nearly as bad as being in like a decade-long super abusive relationship but yeah no i mean yeah all things considered like we're we're pretty good I've also been listening to a podcast about OJ, so I'm reliving that whole trial. It's going to be 14 episodes, so that's a little... Most of them are like over an hour, and yeah, we got a lot of hours. I'm about, I think, four hours in so far. Jeez. A lot of abuse also. (laughs) Yeah, like I, I don't mind dark stuff, but it has to be humorous like i need to mm-hmm. have some like some way to cut it uh, otherwise it's just sad like i want to be able to laugh it like i uh, i talked about it a lot with my brother who is just kind of for fun writing a show which i truly hope will get picked up by netflix or hulu or something but he wants it to be like a adult cartoon kind of thing right where you know you know how those go it's like there's a lot of like comedy and kind of like vulgar funny stupid stuff but also like some deeper serious stuff i think his his goal is to be more like bojack horseman with it mm-hmm. and i said something to him a while ago and I, he wants to use it as a line in the show but like i said something like 
if you can't laugh at the bad shit, then it's just bad shit. Mm-hmm. That I realize is kind of my philosophy in life is things are going to be shitty and I just need to be able to laugh at it. Otherwise, it's just going to drag me down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's not healthy. No, I think that is a good coping mechanism. As long as like you have the spaces where you actually can really dive in and sit with bad stuff. But that's what therapy is for. Yes, I am no closer to starting that. Oh, well. I want to. I do. I just I feel like I need to like get some other stuff figured out first because like a the apartment. I'm really excited about the one I'm touring tomorrow. It it feels like it's going to be a good fit. I'll show you pictures later. It looks pretty all right. (laughs) Like it's got like (laughs) it's no, it's 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 nice. It's just it's small, but it also has like an in-unit washer dryer, like stuff that's like I I really want that. So like I don't mind it being a little smaller because it's just me and my cat. So I'm not terribly worried about that, but it's like in a good location, kind of like halfway between like my parents and like my sister. It's close to downtown where I'm where I'm working. So I just I feel good about that. I'm hopeful that that'll work out for me. Mm -hmm. But I feel like once I do that and kind of like slowly take these steps of like, you know, that's taken care of, I can finally get my car registered, get my Missouri license or Kansas. If I end up in Kansas, I feel like once I have all that stuff sorted out, then I'll be able to kind of sit, sit back and be like, okay, yeah, like I can set up therapy now and truly be at a point where I don't have to worry about any of that other stuff Mm -hmm. and just focus on myself. Yeah. And I'm sure like In some sense, just because, like, you know, it has only been, like, six or seven weeks. It hasn't even been two months yet. So everything is still relatively fresh, even though it feels like it's been a year this past, like, six or seven weeks. But also, you, like, immediately came back and have been staying at your parents, which is, like, not your own space. And so I think that when you get in your own space and make it your own And also have, like, a little bit even more time and distance, you'll be in a better place to, like, actually reflect and kind of work on that stuff more. I feel like right now you just have a lot of, like, very concrete goals of, like, I need to do this and this and this and this, which is, like, how I'm trying to structure things, too. Like, today was, like, my uh, appointment to go to the piercer and change out my uh nostril stud for a ring i got a nose ring everyone it looks nice um and then like next monday i'm getting a haircut and getting my hair dyed in some way we'll see i'm gonna figure that out but i like have all these like little things that i'm setting up for myself that i'm just like okay like just focus on this next thing because i do notice it's the times that i just stop that like it seems like stuff hits me i get that I don't know if this happened for you at all, but so last week there is drama with not Alex X, not my ex, but our ex friend. So our friend that is supporting the exes that we weren't sure if he was going to like come around. Emily's roommate. Yeah. If he was going to come around or what was going to happen, because he and I had a really long talk a few weeks after everything happened. And I told him that I was really hurt 
that he didn't tell me. And we talked for a super long time and at least like left on like relatively good terms of like, okay, like the door's not shut on our relationship. But he talked a lot of talk about being done with this person and like trying to hold them accountable. And then he texted Emily this past week saying that she was going to be at the apartment on Sunday because he's also moving out because their lease is ending and he's going somewhere else and Emily's moving in with me. He said that he's moving his stuff out of their apartment and she refers to my ex was going to be there to help him move stuff. Yeah. And he was like, so you should plan accordingly. Like if Emily doesn't want to see her, basically. Like, what a fucking rude thing to say. Like, first of all, just not how you communicate with a roommate by being like, this is what I'm doing. So like, you better figure it out. But also to somebody that like, like, your ex hurt Emily deeply too. Like, we've all been very hurt. And Emily told her she wants nothing to do with her going forward. Like, does not want to see her. Like, she had that conversation. She broke it off. Like, I'm just so disappointed that you could do something like this. And ex-friend, I guess we'll call him, Emily's ex-roommate. Lots of exes. <laughs> Everyone's mm-hmm. just ex. It's the X-Men. Um, we'll be we'll be the O's. <laughs> yes. So ex-friend not only is saying this is happening like and I'm not asking you about it. I'm telling you that it's happening and you have to figure it out. But also just the like fact of her being in that space after everything that's happened, yeah. which like, you know, this kind of happened right after like while everything was going down, Alex X was staying with them. Because ex-friend was letting her stay there, even though ex-friend knew about the cheating and knew there was all of this lying happening and would not tell Emily anything that was happening. Because I think he knew that if Emily knew, Emily would have been like, no, you're not fucking staying here. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. And so he abused that. He, like, abused their relationship the same way that she did and lied to everybody That's what I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around is that like everything that my ex did to Emily's old roommate, like I don't understand how he got to a point where he could forgive that because like she definitely put him in a really tough position. And that was like he and I had that conversation. uh, It's like the last time I talked to him in person, basically just saying like I was like, "I, I feel like with everything you knew, you had an obligation to tell me and to tell Allison, like, you're our friend too. And it's really disappointing that you didn't. But I understand what a horrible position you were in and why that was hard for you. I just need time to get to a point where I can forgive you for that because I understand that was not fair to you. That being said, I do feel like you should have told us what was happening because deep down you have to know the difference between right and wrong. Well, also, he was just as much our friend and family. Like, maybe, like, obviously he was closest to your ex, but, like, we were all so close. And so it wasn't just, like, you know, acquaintances or, like, you know, he was friends with her but not with you. Like, we've all had long-standing relationships, but especially you and him. Yeah. And, yeah, it really just feels like he has prioritized this relationship over everything else like we don't matter nearly as much in his eyes that than your ex and like 
his relationship with your ex does, which I just don't understand whatsoever. Like, I mean, I just can't don't understand how you would support anybody with these actions. Like, well, I mean, yeah, and that's exactly how Emily reacted. That was her reaction is like, I cannot be I can't have you in my life if this is the kind of person you're going to be. Yeah. So they're like tying up loose ends with the apartment stuff. Everything will be moved out and done by this next weekend. And then I think that's it for them. And I haven't talked to ex-friends since this happened, but I feel very strongly that what he said to me about like what he believed and what he was going to do about it was all talk. And he's not matching that talk like he's not following up with actions. It was like bullshit. He just said what I wanted to hear, which I was going to ask, like, if if what happened, because this was happening last week, if that, like, had any effect on you, because I know, like, one day specifically, like, I got upset about it. Like, if if everything that just happened over the last weekend affected me? Yeah. <sighs> To be honest with you, yes, but only because it was hard for Emily and for you. Like, I I am so far removed from all of this now that, like, it just doesn't affect me anymore. Like, it didn't change anything about my life. Like, I didn't have to make plans to accommodate for this. I think really the only way it actually affected me, like, directly was just that my last conversation with him had been, I am really disappointed that you kept this stuff from me and from Allison. And I, I want to get to a point where I can forgive you. But before that happens, I need an apology. Like I truly, I fully expect an apology to myself, to Allison and to Emily for everything that happened because you hid that from all of us and it hurt all of us. I never heard back from him. So maybe, you know, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking like, maybe he's just working on that. Maybe he's processing how he wants to say it. Maybe it's coming. And then to hear, you know, that he's, he's made up with my ex and that she's helping him to, you know, move his stuff. Like that, that to me, the only way it really affected me was to kind of put that final nail in the coffin and say, yeah, like, He's chosen that he doesn't value the friendship that we had. Like, he's done with me. And I just have to accept that. Yeah. it. I think the reason it's been hurting me, like, why that cut so deep for me is because we had that, like, it was over three hours that we talked about stuff. And, like, it was that, very emotional. Yeah. And he did validate a lot of what I was saying and experiencing. And I felt like, wow, like, you know, we haven't been like as close as a lot of my other relationships in that friend group. But I really felt like this is someone that I don't want to lose from my life. Like we do have a good relationship and I don't want to lose that. But like the fact that he could say all of those things like looking me in the eyes and saying that like it wasn't okay and saying that like how he handled it also wasn't good, like actually admitting to some stuff. But then it was just all bullshit. Like it was just talk because I don't know how he could explain his way out of this one 
Like, why are you letting her come into Emily's home, Emily's space? And also, why are you telling any of us <laughs> that she's going to be, like, involved? Like, you're just making it really cut and dry that you've, like, chosen a side. And I hate that it's sides. It shouldn't be that way. It's just really hard to, like, also lose that friendship and, like, really feel like that's, like, it's over now. And what you said about, like, being nervous about running into, like, people that you know in Kansas City because it's your hometown, I feel that a little bit, but specifically, like, in the queer community out here because he is, like, involved in a lot of different activities and, like, organizations and just in general is a very extroverted person and just seems to, like, know everyone all the time. And so I, like, do worry about running into him at any of that stuff because I'm trying to be a lot more involved. And I don't know. I just don't like the idea that, like, people in this community that I'm, like, very desperate to be, like, accepted by are going to already have these perceptions. But, like, again, he knows maybe, like, 20 people and that is not, like, the queer community of San Diego. Like, I understand that it's, like, very unlikely but I do, like, think about that and get a little nervous in the same way of, like, seeing, like, someone from high school. Yeah. I'm like, well, ooh, cringe. I don't know. I mean, like, San Diego is a big place, and I don't think you need to really worry about that. I will tell you, I have come across three different people that I've known, two from high school, one from college, uh, through Hinge. I <laughs> told one of my friends about that and apparently it's like an unspoken rule in in the online dating app setting that if you come across someone you know you're supposed to match with them i didn't know that i i what hit, yeah like and it's not like a i don't think it's supposed to be like a hey i'm matching because i'm interested in you it's more of like a hey how funny is it that we're both here i don't know i don't like it either way i was like i don't i don't see that anything like that with any of these three people because I know them already. Yeah, I feel like it would really depend on like your relationship with that person. I'll tell you, one of them was this girl that was absolutely obsessed with me in high school. Oh, yeah. And that <laughs> I know I've I've successfully kept that can of worms closed and in a box at the bottom of the ocean, and I want to keep it there. I told Alec, I was like, you know, it's probably guaranteed action, but Alec, we know Alec. Alec needs those romantic connections. It doesn't have to be, like, romantic right off the bat. Like, I just, I want, like, a real connection, because I've kind of started to realize that I haven't had that for a few years. Like, I've kind of come to terms with that, that, like, my ex saying that she felt that we weren't compatible and that we weren't going to stay together, that she felt that for years. Like, I still think that's kind of dumb that like we stayed together as long as we did, but it's made me realize that I do want a true connection with someone and I, I want to find that. And I don't know. The, the whole point is that, yeah, it's not about just trying to like hook up. Like that's not who I am. I don't know. It's I'm not looking for guaranteed action. I'm looking for <laughs> I'm really looking for like 
a best friend, you know, someone that I can just share life with and, and be happy. That's very cute. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like 80% joking when I said it. Like, obviously, there's an undertone of like, I mean, I'm not wrong, but like, mostly I'm like, huh, that's not Alec, but like, also. No, I don't know. It's, it's. Just keep it in the back of your mind for a reason. It's been day. like a decade. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna get, no, we're done. I'm done with that. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about some like girl crushes I had in high school that I'd be like, hmm, I'd hit that. But see, like, they're gonna be different people at this point. Like, I, that's that's my whole reasoning too with that is that like I even if I wanted that guaranteed action like that's a completely different person because I knew her 10 years ago I don't know I just I think that it it's it's probably not good to like romanticize like a relationship or a a person that you knew 10 years ago because that's not the same as it once was yeah we were also teenagers so <laughs> Is anyone right. a person at that point? Not really. Not really. I still feel like I'm not really a person. That's more of a, you know, dissociation thing, but you know. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. I want to end on a happy note, man. I'm excited that Emily is moving in with you. I know. I'm excited that you're going on a date this week. We have we have good things in our immediate future. Dude, I, I just, this week I feel pretty good about. There's a couple things I'm worried about just because it's like I've got a couple different shoots that I'm essentially running this week that I just haven't done that kind of work in a long time. Like I've basically just been doing like editing. Um, so shooting is going to be a little weird to get back into, but I did just like, not that this is like the same degree of professionalism, but you know, I just shot some stuff for my friend's band over the weekend. Actually... His girlfriend saw the video and was like, hey, would he be interested in like doing some stuff for the ranch that I like go to? Because she's like she like competes in I don't know what you'd call it, but like equestrian competitions, like, you know, where mm-hmm. the horses like jump over bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got a bunch of friends there that basically just want to make like little like TikTok hype hype videos. So we're she and I have been talking about that. I might be setting that up soon. No, I just, I do feel like there's a lot of good stuff coming my way. And obviously the date, uh, the interview tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I, I'm hopeful. Uh, I actually even said this to Baker earlier. I was like, for the first time in a long time, I feel good about the future. We're doing the thing. We're, we're doing it. Absolutely. Well, I will let you know how everything goes. Um, Hopefully everything goes well with you and Emily moving in and getting all that stuff situated. Yeah, keep me updated. And we'll we'll circle back after the date. Yes, we will. Um, I'm excited. Until then, bye. See ya. (laughs) 